Welcome to the Listener Don't Podcast, a podcast featuring raw, uncut, and unfiltered conversations between two midlife girlfriends sharing their life experiences. Listener don't. Either way, we'll be fine. We're going to talk about why we decided to create said podcast. So, Shakira, talk to me about why you want to do this podcast. Well, hmm. want is a very strong word. <laughs> Fair. Um, um, I would say I was bullied into doing this. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> okay. Not I feel like bullying might all. be strong. But bullied strong. I wasn't bullied. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, you make me do a lot of things that I'm uncomfortable doing. Mm. Um. Mm-hmm. You don't make me, you suggest them. And then therefore I feel like um, it's a challenge and therefore I should. Um, and I trust you. I trust you. So. All right. So this yeah. seems to me very similarly on how I felt about doing trapeze for your birthday. Wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going way back. <laughs> resentment? No, no resentment. No resentment. Like it was a good experience, but it was something that you put on my bucket list that was never there. (laughs) Um, And I had a good time, but I'm never going to do it again. Okay. Okay. That might turn out to be just like this podcast. That's okay. (laughs) You know, like it's fine for now, but then you put something out there. Maybe that's it. Like, like, you know, maybe I can talk about the fear part. Um, I think you put something out. Okay. Hmm. Wow. Lots of words that I want to. I have to sort of reel myself in and intentionally speak slower for my thoughts to catch up to um, my mouth. I think that a fear I have in doing a podcast is um, public displays of vulnerability, PDV. Sure. (laughs) Um, And, you know, the thought of doing something physically doing something for external validation which always sticks out in my head as something to avoid um because for me it can become really self-destructive self-destructive and I can get pretty obsessive um I think that is probably why I have been hesitant now I Mm -hmm. can articulate that I don't think I could articulate it before other than just the thought that well I have nothing you know of value to share Sure. Um, but since it's not a, I am making it in my head, not about other people. Although if there's a service aspect in having a conversation with my friend, um, then so be it. So I think I'm, I'm trying to reframe it a little bit into like, well, let's just, let's just talk. Let's just have a conversation. Whereas you are so much more, um, uh what's the word um open and willing like there's hmm. a willingness um that you have that I know you're you're smiling because you're like fuck no <laughs> I disagree I would say yeah. and com- for me the out from my perspective mm-hmm. you are much more willing to to um take risks and to put yourself out there in a way that I'm just not comfortable 
um, still doing, I'm not certain aspects, maybe certain things, maybe, um, but most generally not most generally not, especially when it comes to vulnerability. So see, and I think that that's where you and I are extremely similar. And I think that this is why we are the soulmates that we are, um, is because I see exactly in you what you see in me. Mm, right so like for you i always see you putting yourself out there you doing things being brave and taking risks Mm. in areas that for me aren't things that i'm necessarily thinking that i can do like that i feel Mm. confident in doing so i feel like between Mm. the two of us this is why you know Mm. i wanted to do this because i feel like we're each other sort of yin and yang right where one of us shines the other one, you know, can shine with, but then we also yeah. like kind of complement each other very nicely. And I think yeah. together we always push each other to be our mm-hmm. bests. Yeah. 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 I think there's a lot of openness to just be who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always this thing, <clears throat> or at least I remember with a lot of, a lot of my friendships um, and I, you know, maybe this goes without saying, but I think of friendships like in terms of all relationships and how, whether they be romantic or intimate, you can take aspects of each and learn from them. Absolutely. In all of my friendships, I can get a sense of my um, lack of wanting to be vulnerable. So it was always who that person, whomever they may be, they would want me to be, and I would present myself to be um, the person that I thought you know, whomever I'm in relationship with would want. Right. And um, even in meeting new people, like in like a first mm-hmm. oh, sort absolutely. of I get know, that. meeting people, there's always yep. like this, you know. What mask do I need to wear? Thick. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. It depends on how thick, you know, I want to make the mask. I feel like over time the mask has become, or I don't, even, I don't think of it as a mask. I'm, also, I'm like making this gesture of like a wall, but the yep. wall has become thinner. Sure. Where, um, I am stepping closer to it to be able to see through it and for others to then therefore see me. Becomes more transparent. Yes. Thank you. That's the word. Um, But, you know, for so long, it's been like, I'm just going to hide behind Mm -hmm. this wall and then just, you know, you know, act it out. Yeah. Charades it out with whoever. Um, And even in long, like long, even in our relationship, like I can just talk to you about you and me, even in our relationship, I feel like I've had, you have, first of all, stuck around long enough for me to be able to grow. Thank you for that. Appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Much gratitude. Love you. Um, But you've, you would not um, allow me to just go away you know, just to push you away or, you know, you would never, you wouldn't, you just wouldn't, yeah. no matter how much I try to like build a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, you're like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna <laughs> stick around. I'm here. I know. There's, <laughs> I can see you. You can't hide from me. <laughs> um, but as that, as you know, um, I've been able to learn from you how to be a friend and how to um, show up fully I've learned through you how to show up fully um as myself so there is a lot there's a lot less like bullshit like we don't mm-hmm. do the wall thing mm-hmm. you know what I mean upon meeting mm-hmm. each other it's really right. just like how are you well I this and that and the other yeah. thing you know it's not always bad but I think it, it's just real so yeah and I think yeah. that that's kind of for me 
that's exactly why I wanted to do this podcast with you is because we do have that kind of relationship where we are, I want to say, unapologetic to each other. Mm-hmm. 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 Like we mm-hmm. allow each other to be in whatever space we're in. There's, mm-hmm. I never feel judgment. I never mm-hmm. give judgment. Mm-mm. And I feel like we hold that space for whatever each person needs, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, there's been so many times over the, Jesus, how many years that we've been friends? 16, I think I counted the other day. Oh, my God. I think we're going back to 2006. So, that would be 16, almost 17 years. So, I feel like, I'll let your your mouth is still open. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so I feel like over that time, we've allowed, we've seen each other through so many different areas and aspects of our lives. Like we've grown to totally different people since we've met, yeah. and we've held each other in that t- in that space of being able to say, "Hey, like I'm here for you. I'm your cheerleader. I'm holding your hair for whatever you need. I'm your support system." Like. But we also know, and through that time, I guess is where I wanted to go, is that we can go, like, weeks mm-hmm. without talking to one another. Mm-hmm. And we just pick up the phone, and it's just like, oh, well, here we are still in this parallel life. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like you and I always kind of know. Like, if I know that I don't hear from you, I'm like, oh, okay, I know where she's yeah. at. Yeah. And if you don't hear from me, you're like, oh, yeah, that bitch is hiding again. Right? Like, <laughs> we just... Yeah. I feel like there's so many similarities, like when you're talking about the transparent wall, like mm-hmm. I feel like that's usually my same sort of thought of when I'm introducing myself to somebody new. But for me, mm-hmm. it is literally a shield. Like it's yeah. it's a yeah. shield until I've gotten to a place where I feel like I can trust you, that you're a safe space mm-hmm. for me to be mm-hmm. who I want to be me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, so mm-hmm. I think you and I have a, so many similarities that I think that this is why not necessarily me not saying you can't, we're going to be friends forever, but I mm-hmm. feel like we just naturally kind of fit. Yeah. But it was never been a question of, oh, okay, well, I left that job. So now I'm, I'm no longer friends with Shakira, duh, whatever, yeah. bye. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I just feel like we instantly connected. It was just like, oh, yeah, like, this bitch is going to be my life forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I have so many thoughts or memories. One, I'm still stuck on the fact that we've known each other for 16 years. So if it was 2006, I was, you know, 25, 26 25 yeah. for most of that year and 26 for the last <laughs> quarter of it. Um. Huh? Oh, well, because <laughs> we moved to Minneapolis for the job mm-hmm. in February of 2007. However, I started that job and I was commuting yeah. for a few yeah. months. I think sent from like November to February. So I met you in November of 2006. Wow. Yeah, I just turned 26 then. Yeah. So yeah. Um well, there's, so I'm having two reactions. One, like, holy shit, I was 26, which feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Just the the course of events that have taken place between 26 mm-hmm. and 42 are like, um, yeah, a whole ass lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm most certainly not the same person. No. 
but I'm also able to forgive myself for being like 26. Like now I can look back and I see my sister's 27 and I'm like, Oh my God, you're such a baby. Yeah. You're such a baby. Yeah. Like you, I thought I was grown. <laughs> I still don't feel like I'm grown. <laughs> grown like you could not I knew what I was and who I was and where I was maybe not know where I was going um but there was a, a very much a sense of like um yeah I got this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as I've gotten older the thought I'm most comfortable is I have no idea yeah that, that that's the thought I'm I'm most comfortable with and like settled into it feels yeah. kind of good to have no clue um which we can talk about a whole bunch as far as surrender and mm-hmm. will and all that goes. But yeah, um, I can't believe, I can't believe that. Thank God we are still friends. Thank God. Thank God so. you still like me. I was a <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> well, I a think we were talking earlier. About, <laughs> I think we were talking earlier about how I was the perfect asshole. So I mean, <laughs> Again, this is why we work. Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Ooh, you you were, didn't have to stay. You were owning it with that hair. <laughs> shaved Wait, head. I have that? Shaved. Oh, my God. I forgot. Yes, yes. I was bald. Oh, my God. That was like t- almost 10 years of that. Yeah. I met you and I was bald. Right on. Yeah. Right yeah. on. I was like, this chick is badass. Oh, I'm glad you thought so. I was a punk. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you thought so. I didn't think too highly of myself then. (laughs) Nor did I. (laughs) Nor did I. I did not think highly of myself either. Clearly, yeah. yeah. Hmm. But that's again. This is this is all the why, because Mm -hmm. we've had some really good stories in our life together. Oh wow, we've lived through a lot. We've lived through a lot. You you have certainly lived through a lot with me. Yeah. I moved to Chicago yeah. for you. You did not. I totally did. <laughs> I totally did. I totally did. I got the job. Oh I got god. the job offer, and they oh. were just like, "Would you move to Chicago?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, Kyra's going through a really tough time right now, and I would love yeah. to be by her." Oh my god, I'll never forget yeah. calling you. Oh, it was like two thirty in the morning. Probably remember. I totally do. I'll never forget it. Yeah. I'll never forget it. I feel like that was a moment when it was very clear to you, like, I need to move to Chicago. (laughs) Honestly, you can ask Jeff that same question because I literally, he's like, what's going on? And I looked at him. I go, we need to move to Chicago. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to cry. I'll never forget it. That was like the second most scariest time of my life. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'll never forget it. I just couldn't even get the words out. I remember it was dark. I remember I was in that second bedroom um, of that apartment in Rogers Park. Yeah. Um, I remember looking out the window. I remember just like, oh, the feeling like gives me goosebumps um, because I I just remember like I've never called anyone that late to say I need help. So first Mm -hmm. off, that was... I think the first big hurdle was actually saying to someone, I need help. Yeah. Um, And also I have no idea what to do, which was so scary then because I thought that that was what being an adult meant was like, I know what my next step should be. Right. Um, Yeah. I had no clue. And I was scared and I didn't think I was going to make it. And Mm -hmm. 
you're the first person I, you're the only person I knew to call. Like you were the only person I knew to call. <laughs> yeah. And I was in Minneapolis. Yeah. Thank you for calling yeah. me. Oh my God. Thank you for being there. Thank you for moving. Yeah. I'm sad when you left, but I got it. I got it. I got I'm it. Sad every day. <laughs> I, I, I got it. Uh, yeah, it's the same reason why I, I thought it would. No, I mean, as much as I love Minneapolis, there's no place like home. And Illinois was home. Yeah. Um, so I get it. Yeah. No, no. Okay. I, I would, I would still. <laughs> no, well, uh, yes. And I would definitely still be in Chicago. Yeah. Because I think Jeff has more of that sentiment of yes. being home, yes. which is fine. I mean, I just knew that this is where we needed to be, um, mm-hmm. but I miss Chicago every single day. Yeah. There's just something about it. I mean, every time I think about leaving, I'm, I just don't. Yeah. I don't. <clears throat> For so many reasons, but mainly because it, it is. It's just, yeah. I don't know. As far as big cities are concerned, you can't match the cost of living Mm-hmm. The people mm-hmm. um in the culture yeah and i feel like there's just so much beauty in the most on what's the word i want like it's there's just hidden gems all over oh, the place yeah. totally. and like th- the details of the buildings like i yeah. miss walking down my my walk right down yeah. michigan avenue yeah. to work every day um And yeah, and just the beauty and people. I think I've told you this before, too, where I just miss the, I don't know, just the eclecticness of people and that anything goes and everybody has their own style that it and their own sense of self that they seem to own. And it's extremely like give no shit kind of a vibe. Yeah. Yes. I think strongly so, especially in comparison to Minneapolis, which I love. I think Minneapolis is beautiful. Um, I, the food knocked me out. Like, I couldn't believe how mm-hmm. good the food was. Food's good. Um, and it's so green. It's just green. And it's clean as fuck. Like, that, yes. those are the switch, you know, doesn't smell like pee. That's not a good thing about Chicago. That, that is the one thing that I always say about Chicago is that they do a really great job of hiding their dirt. Yeah, yeah. Hiding their trash. Like you never, you know, they do a great job upkeeping the parks. They do a great yes. job of like putting flowers every place because they don't yes. want you, they don't want you looking underneath to see don't like the smell. trash cans <laughs> overflowing, smell. you know. But you're right. Smell that pee. There isn't, uh, it's very clean in Minneapolis. Yes. And I miss Minnesota that. as a whole. Yes. 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 I miss that. I do. Um, but I can't beat the fact that I can't beat how walkable the city is. No. I can't beat, yeah. like you said, um, the people are uniquely themselves. But the yep. only time I felt like a city had a leg up was, you know, the traveling in New York. Like that's sure. where I started to feel like, oh, this is really what it looks like to not give a fuck. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at Oh, and that vibe I'm I'm super drawn to, especially the older I get again, like I'm like, yeah. I don't really, you know, give any. Um, but I just can't get over the cost of living. If I could, no. I would absolutely move a hundred percent. If you could tell me, if you could promise me I would not have a rodent in my home, first and foremost, because you sure. know how I feel about uh mice. Like, I do period. I do. If you could tell if you could promise me I would never ever see a, a, a mouse, and you could promise me 
um, that I could afford to live there. You know, I'll just say a bedroom and a half. Like I'll even go back to half of current sure, base sure. situation. A bedroom and a half, a bedroom plus den for under $3,000. <laughs> like I would do it. But mm-hmm. the shit I've been looking at, I'm like, oh no, like I Mm-mm. need seven grand. I need seven grand. Well, you wouldn't, grand. but I feel like three, I feel like you could find it. I just don't know if it's going to be where you want to be. Yeah, it's probably like Queens, which I hear is lovely as well. I've just never been. Right. So I think that that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So why this podcast? I think clearly because of the conversation that you may have just heard between (laughs) two really great friends that you can tell we cycle all over the place. The sort of a conversation goes somewhere else. Undoubtedly, we never know where we're going to end up. Um, But I felt like it was just necessary for us to invite people into the special relationship that we have and the conversations that we have because i feel like more often than not i walk away from our conversations feeling something deeper within myself that i didn't prior to having the call with you agree agree it's um yeah totally agree it's interesting how intimacy and vulnerability the one thing i'm you're afraid of absolutely creates um so much more space for love um than you had before at least that's how i feel agreed agreed mm-hmm. yeah so more to come <laughs> you're really good at this <laughs> hey thanks all right now we that'll be that'll be the end of it thanks friend for tuning in to this episode of the listener don't podcast we hope you enjoyed the conversation and if so please write us review and share us with your friends this episode is sponsored by Jill Daler Coaching, here to guide you to discover and recover your authentic self. If you're ready to create and live a fuck yeah life, I'm here for it. Let's connect at jilldaler.com.